Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. You need prayer, healing, or deliverance. Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you. Hey! 
isn't my home To you, Lord, I belong We don't belong here All my hand as we go through this life We don't belong here We're just passing by
Russian I survived depression and many hardships The angel of the Lord pursue and persecute all the enemies of my soul Find all principalities and powers operating over and within my life. In the name of Jesus, I bind all wickedness in high places. May the Word of God remain forever and ever and ever. May His light shine upon the darkest places, for He has conquered death. O oh Lord, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, manifest yourself in your power. Let every power challenging the power of God in my life be disgraced. disgraced. Yes. Let every satanic plan that concerns my life be rendered a failure. You are in my right hand, I shall not be moved. You are my fortress, refuge. Despite of danger or hardship, we are more than conquerors. Through Him who loved us, Amen. Oh Lord, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, manifest Yourself in Your power. Let every power challenging the power of God in my life be disgraced. Yes. Let every satanic plan that concerns my life be rendered a failure. For I will survive and I will reign with Christ for all of eternity. Yes, I will survive and I will reign with Christ through all of eternity. Amen. Amen. Amen.
heavens proclaim His righteousness. All people see His glory, the glory of the only Son who came from the Father with grace and truth. His glory shines over the earth. And strengthen us with power Through His Holy Spirit His glory will take you From emptiness into fullness Weariness to energy From lack to abundance From sickness to wholeness Yeah
Glory, glory, glory. Glory to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Glory to the Prince of peace. Glory to the Counselor. Glory to our Father. Glory to the God of our salvation. Glory, 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 glory for allowing us to go through another year. Glory, glory for wholeness, for peace and joy. It is all because of your grace and mercy that we're sitting here today. Lord, help us understand that every, ex every experience that we went through last year, it will be a new lesson for us. Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father God, glory, 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 glory. Tonight we honor you. We thank you for the opportunity that you have given us to share what you have put in our heart. Thank you because you are such an awesome God that we can be saying glory, glory, glory all the days of our life because you deserve it. Thank you for answering our prayers. Thank you for making us whole. Thank you for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you for taking us from glory to glory every day. Thank you for whispering in our ears. Thank you for sharing your mysteries with us. Thank you for provision. Thank you for abundance. Because the only reason that you have given us abundance is to share with others. Lord, what can we say other than glory, glory, glory? You are our everlasting 
trusting father. And we thank you, Lord, every single day. We can testify for days because of your grace and mercy. You show us every single day how faithful you are, how powerful you are. Help us that this 2023 that is approaching, that we will learn to live in the spiritual realm, that we will learn to hear your voice, to obey you. It does not matter how many hours we pray or how many days we fast, Lord, you want obedience because obedience is better than sacrifice. Lord, I pray for everyone that is listening. Lord, I declare over everyone that your word will become alive in each one of them. That your peace and joy will overtake them. That they will be eager to take the cross and follow you. that they will be eager to kill the flesh every single day, to hear your voice, to obey you. Lord, open their eyes, their ears, so they can hear, they can see that you created all of us with an assignment that we must fulfill on this earth. And that it is up to us, Lord, Lord, show us your mysteries. There's so many mysteries, Lord, that we just need to believe by faith. I pray, Lord, that as this new year comes in, that there will be a change in us that other people will perceive that we have had an encounter with you, Lord.
circumcise our heart. Heal our mind. Make us what we need to be for you, Lord. Father, I pray that their priority will be to find out their destiny and be willing to go through the process of preparation. Yes, a process that is painful, but is needed. And then they can shine for you, Lord. Tonight, Lord, as we share what you have wanted for them, guide me. I'm only an instrument. Let your Holy Spirit speak through me. Let your glory fall on this place. Let your power, Lord, there is nothing impossible with you. If there is anyone that is sick, I declare wholeness. If there is anyone that is going through difficult times, I declare cl clarity from you, Lord. Any financial problem, Father God, you are the God that provides. Teach us to be humble. Teach us to be meek. Teach us to hear your word with clarity, Lord. Teach us to be prompt and ask for forgiveness. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your power. We don't deserve anything. But again, you're merciful and faithful. Bear our hearts to receive tonight. Lord, that when they leave, that their lives will be totally changed. That they will have the tools to go and inquire of you what is next. We go year by year and we haven't done anything for you. And we wonder why the world is the way it is. But Lord, we don't want to be that type of person anymore.
send us to the person that is going to prepare us, Lord. The person that is going to guide us into this next level of destiny. And those that don't have a spiritual mother or a spiritual father, or they are planted in the wrong church, Lord. This is the year of changes. This is going to be a year that they will know without a doubt that they need to go on. They need to sit under that person that you chose for them before the foundation of the world. That no longer they will be out of place, but they will be under the men or the woman of God that you have ordained. Where they can produce. They will be like a tree planted by the river waters. That in due time, they will produce. Lord, that is so important, but we haven't given that importance. And I pray that as you have chosen a different teaching for tonight, a different, the same su subject, but a different way of doing it. I thank you, Lord, because that tells me how much you love your people. That tells me that you are watching over us. And that I am willing, Lord, to immediately change. Because I know that what you're going to say today is more important than anything else in the world at this time for us. Sanctify us today, Lord. Change our heart, O oh God. We yield our lives to you today. We surrender to you, Lord. We surrender every part of our body to you. It is your body. Use it for your glory. Let the light shine through us so they may see your good works and glorify the Father that is in heaven. You be the glory, Lord. Prepare our heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Prepare our heart tonight.
to receive from you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome to another podcast. And uh, I'm going to start with a testimony. And it's that around 5.15 today, I have prepared today's teaching. And uh, the only way that I can say it is that I felt when I was reviewing what the Lord has put in my heart that it was like me trying a pair of shoes that was three size smaller because it was like it wasn't coming together. So I just prayed again and I said, Lord, then he spoke to me and he said, I just want you to hear what I have to say and start all over again. It was 5.15. And uh, I said to him, Okay, Lord. I knew that I didn't have enough time. But I know that the most important part is that you will receive tonight what it is in God's heart. And as I was putting this teaching together, I realized, wow, God, you never make a mistake because it is my destiny. Everything he was showing me, it is what my destiny is. So I was absorbing everything that he was saying. And at the same time, I had tears in my eyes because that's what I have spoken about for so many years concerning that assignment that God has for you. God has a plan and a purpose for you. And the sad part is that the majority of the Christians will never fulfill their destiny. So I, in my heart, say to the Lord, use me to help others understand this mystery. And this is what I am going to be talking to you. I just want you to appreciate this because for God to make me start from zero, It means that this is so important for us that it didn't matter if I had to start all over again. What it matters to him is that you hear what is in his heart. So I just praise God for that. Uh, my other testimony was that because of the situation that is coming or it's here already, 
uh, especially for 2023, it's going to be a very difficult year. And uh, I was concerned about something. So I'm not a person that is all the time asking God, so what should I do? Uh, because I just go in and start talking to him and I know, but last night when I left the podcast, I just went and I said, Lord, I need to know because I know this is life and death. And I know that it's life and death. Other people don't understand, but I do. And I said, Lord, what do I do? And I just kept asking him, uh, please, Lord, give me clarity. Give me clarity. And around three o'clock in the morning, maybe a little bit before three o'clock, the Lord put in my heart to do something. And I said, oh, okay. So I started doing what he's telling me. And I realized that that was the answer to the questions, the question I had. So because of that, it's for me, I fall in love with God every single day because he doesn't have to do that, but he's always there to guide us. If we go after him, if we spend time in his presence, he's going to speak to you and he's going to tell you what to do. I was so concerned because of what's coming this year. And I'm concerned because of what the prophet has confirmed over and over. So I praise God for that. He knows how much I, I appreciate that he will take the time. He's busy all the time, but that he will talk to us. To me, it's like taking me by the hand and walking with me into what I have to do. And I will always be grateful, thankful. And this year and the year ahead that is coming, this is what you need to, above all things, you need to seek God like you have never seen God before. Because you need to hear God because if what it has been spoken about concerning the new year and all the situations that are coming, we might not have electricity for you to call someone and ask that person, what do I do? And I believe that we're coming to a season where it is life and death. And I know that. I, you say, how do you know? I know in my heart. 
This is not a season for us to be taking our time to do this or the other. This is a season for us to be very attentive to what he's saying through the prophets, but also what he's telling us. Because if when the time comes that we are going to be persecuted, even though we are already, you need to hear what God wants you to do. One of the things the Lord has put very strong in my heart is be careful. And we have to run because we eventually we, we will all that you don't bring with you someone that God didn't tell you to bring. Because both people will perish. Sometimes we're so concerned about family because they're dear to our hearts. But if God tells you to run and go straight, you need to start running and go straight. We cannot look back because you know the stories in the Bible. You cannot look back. So I praise God for his faithfulness. And I pray that tonight, you see, I sit here, but I have such a peace because I know that what I am going to tell you came from heaven, came from his heart. So if you choose to receive it or you choose not to receive it, it's okay because I will be judged by my obedience to God. But I know in my heart that you are going to receive. Um, last night we talked about from the Bible. I share as many Bible verses as I could concerning God has a destiny for you. And we talk about how important for you to fulfill that assignment is before God. And we said that there is a book in heaven that is called the book of destiny where everything that you need to fulfill while you are on this earth, it is written. And I also mentioned when that book is going to be open and where in the word of God explain when or the date that it was gonna be open. That was yesterday's uh, podcast, and uh, you can hear the podcast in geofire.org when it's available. And tonight, we're going to talk about how can you discover your destiny? Because there are so many things that I need to share. I'm going to try to go a little bit faster. 
how can I discover? How do I know? And, and let me explain something. When it comes to the prophetic, people say that prophecy, it is a confirmation of what you know. And uh, probably the majority of the people, that's what it is, but not for me. When the Lord, through a prophetic word, called me to the ministry, I didn't even know what ministry was. Because even though I loved God with all my heart, I never ever dreamed or thought about to be doing what I am doing today. Teaching other people about the awesomeness of God. So not every prophetic word is going to reveal to you what it is in your heart because ministry was not in my heart. Or if it was, I never ever felt anything that has to do with ministry. So I just want you to not to feel bad that the prophet is going to say something to you that you don't have no idea or that maybe you didn't want to do or that you feel that you're not prepared for that. Okay, so just know that a prophetic word not necessarily is going to reveal your destiny or confirm something that it is. But in my case, through a prophetic word, my destiny was revealed. Okay, your destiny can be revealed through a prophetic word because it happened to me. I don't know if this is just, you know, for a few people, I don't know, but I believe in my heart that that's the way that God did it for me when I didn't know anything. So Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, and to give you a future and a hope. So it means that even before you, you knew that, God has already ordained that you had something to contribute to the people of the earth during the time that you were going to be living on this earth. One of the best ways for you to find out about what your plan is, is through intimacy with God. I think that one, last night I was talking to the Lord about this. I think that people think that intimacy is coming to talk to God or to pray or to ask for things. No. That's not intimacy. Intimacy is when you can just sit and relax and let God minister to you. 
It is our responsibility to minister to him, but it's also his desire to minister to each one of us. You need to become familiar with his voice. People think that only the prophets can hear God's voice. No, God created each one of us. He made us able for us to hear his voice. One of the problems, um, Psalm 37, 4, it says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of their heart. And what I noticed and what I found out with myself, it is that their desires in your heart or in my heart that I never knew they were there. But that they will come out when you get a prophetic word that tells you about maybe your destiny. And all of a sudden you say, wow. Do you know that that's what it was in my heart, but you didn't know? Ask him. Don't be afraid of asking him, but don't go before the Lord with a plan. Because sometimes we ask God about something, but we don't allow him to speak to us. I ask him, Lord, I know that this is a 911 call. What can I do? And I asked several times because I needed to know because it is life and death. But I let it go and I let him speak. And then he asked me to do something. He put in my heart to do something. And I said, okay. And when I started doing something, that something, I realized that God was telling me, this is what you need to do. As of now, this is the first step. But I have to be quiet. I had to be attentive. Because I was willing to say and to do whatever it took for me to know what I needed to do. Again, this is life and death situation. Not my life and death, but many people life and death situation if I couldn't hear what I needed to do. One of the things that God expects from us is to have our life in order. There is saying a life in order creates order. We need to be a person of order. And to me, order is in your mind because the way you think is the way that you act in the natural 
So when there is order in your mind, everything will fall into place. Understand that God loves you. But also understand that there is a destiny, a plan, a purpose, an assignment that you must fulfill. That because he loves you, he's not going to say, oh, it's okay. You don't have to do this or that. You need to understand that it doesn't matter where you are today. You are pleasing to the Lord. Understand that for you to fulfill your destiny, there's going to be a wilderness situation. Anybody that has fulfilled his or her destiny, they had to go through a wilderness situation. Most people will think that the wilderness situation, it is from the enemy. But if we really think about it, not even a leaf from a tree moves without God's permission. So even though the enemy might be attacking us, so God, which is the one that has control over all things, even though sometimes it doesn't seem that way, have permitted. And I understood when, uh, when I was putting all of this together that then I realized why the Lord wanted you and me to go over this issue again. What am I going to do? And I want you to think about the way that America is, the world, because it's the whole world. What are you going to do when the storm, when the storm breaks out? Are you going to complain? Are you going to murmur? What are you going to do? That's why you will stay in the wilderness and never fulfill your destiny because you have chosen to go by what you see. In order for you and me to fulfill our destiny, God will send us to places where it's not convenient for us. And I know about that because I had to live outside of the United States for a period of time and it was not convenient and it was not what I wanted, even though the God that sent me touched my heart and gave me a love for the people that even though I'm not there, I still loving the people the same way.
So God is challenging you, you this year to go where that is not, it's not convenient. And I can say in that country, well, I couldn't have a car, not convenient. The food, it was different, not convenient. I had to depend on people to do this, that, and the other. It's not convenient. But God is challenging you today for, night, for the 2023. Go where it's not convenient. Are you willing? Are you willing? Since I was aware that I was called to the ministry in the 1992, everything I had to do, it was not convenient for me. I cannot tell you one thing that it was convenient. Everything I have done for the Lord has not been convenient. If you want to fulfill your destiny, you need to find a place where you can go and serve. A place where your flesh is going to die, where it's inconvenient for you, and where God is going to take you through the process in order for you to shine like gold. That's where you're going to learn your skills. Not only are you going to learn the skills from the Word of God, but you are going to learn the most important skill is to be a servant. Jesus came to serve humanity. And that's my call and your call. So what is my destiny? To serve. Many people don't want to go uh, through the wilderness experience. Many people, the majority of the people will not go through the wilderness experience. And the problem with that is that you will jump out of your wilderness experience because your life is in disorder. In order for you to fulfill your destiny, your life must be in order. It was in the wilderness where Jesus learned to skillfully use the word of God against the devil. It was through his wilderness experience 
that Jesus learned to live. Remember that the wilderness experience, experience God expect you to cooperate. And if you don't cooperate with God, you will die there. It means you will never fulfill your destiny. It is not enough to be led by the Spirit into the wilderness of God's choice. But you need to stay. And you must want to go through, even though it's going to be very difficult. But if you choose to disagree with your wilderness experience and you want to do it your way, if you, because it, through the wilderness experience, you're going to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. But if you disagree with that voice, you will die in the wilderness or the wilderness will kill you. Ask yourself, where is your wilderness? Where is the place that God has sent you to be trained for your future? But you have refused to deal with the issue. And you have chosen to break free from. Are you foolishly demoting yourself and refusing to grow up? Maybe you're always pointing the finger at other people and making accusations, but it is you the one that needs the wilderness experience because you really, really, really need to change. Always accusing others is not evidence of how prophetic you are, but quite the opposite is true. It only exposes how blind we are to our own issues. The wilderness is a place to overcome our own issues not to call out everyone else's issues. The wilderness is a place of pruning. And if you choose to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, that is exactly what will happen. Learn from history. If you rebel in the wilderness, you will die there. Remember, you have all the grace you need to succeed in the wilderness.
You have all the grace you need to succeed in the wilderness. Don't waste that grace. Use it. It brings me back to my three years of wilderness experience. Even though it's the most difficult situation that I have ever been in, I knew that God was in it. And my only words were give me strength. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When I wanted to run away, when I wanted to die, well, I, I honestly, I thought I was going to die. We need to be aware that your wilderness experience is for a period of time. That you cannot come out of that experience before your time. When you come out, out of your timing, you will not succeed in your destiny. Whenever you see people despise the wilderness experience, that is a definition of the sat satanic. God wants to burn away any kind of resemblance to Satan in us so that when we are promoted, we will be the light in the midst of darkness. Are you ready to go through your wilderness experience? Your wilderness experience is not the place to get bitter. And again, if you ever get bitter, your God-ordained training camp will become like a concentration camp for you. And you will die in the wilderness. All of us, because God gave us a destiny, an assignment, all of us has a place where God, God wants you to serve. God has a place where he wants you to serve. I'm going to look in the word of God because there is a sound that is so important, okay? And it's Psalm 1, and I'm going to read it to you, okay? 
the question is that God doesn't want you to just be mentored by just anyone. Look what it says, Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. When God plants you in a place, not the church you want, not the church that is close to you, not the church that uh, was recommended to you, but the church that God is going to plant you. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bring forth its fruits in a season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Yes, God has a plan and a purpose, and God has a church, and God has a mentor, a spiritual father or a spiritual mother that he has already picked for you. Can you say, I am placed, I have been placed by God. It is not because you like the pastor. It's not because you like the prophetic. It's not because you like the apostolic. Is that the church that God has sent you? Is that the man of God or the woman of God that's supposed to mentor you for you to fulfill your destiny? God has a supervisor for you that he wants you to serve under. They are gifts that the Lord has put inside of you that for the, for the, I don't know how many years, they need to be supervised. Because you have gifts, it doesn't mean that you can go and expose those, those gifts. You need to learn how to use the gift that God has given you. For reference, you can read later Hebrew 13, 17. If you don't like serving under supervision, you are proud and arrogant. And God opposes the proud. If you don't like serving under authority, you might have a call to be a prophet to the world. To the world. But you will not go beyond the church parking lot. Nobody can trust you, including God. Although we have gifts and callings, but you lack character and credibility. 
character integrity. How many classes have I given? Because not because you have a gift, it means that God is going to approve and is going to tell you to establish a ministry. The first thing that you need to uh, show God is credibility, your character, and your integrity. If God leads you to work somewhere, okay? If God leads you to go somewhere and you have a pure heart and a, a pure servant's heart and you have your gift, your job is going to be easier. And promotion after promotion, it will come into your life. Destiny is a sum of promotions. Destiny is a sum of promotions. We need to, Proverbs 18, 16, and I remember when I started in the prophetic, uh, that gift, that uh, uh, a prophet gave me this uh, prophecy. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. Proverbs eighteen sixteen. It means that when you have gone through the process, when you have gone through the wilderness, when you have gone through the fire, that gift that is in you is going to make room for you to go places. You don't need any connections. Have you met your divine connection? Have you met your divine connection? It was not because, okay? If it was not because God placed me in a prophetic ministry, I would not be here today. Because through this prophetic ministry, God allowed me to meet other prophets and every one of them had an impact in my life, including a lady that prophesied the name of the ministry, Ministers of Fire for Jesus Christ. Can you imagine if I had not submitted to the men of God and gone through the wilderness process? Maybe today the ministry will be running on pure flesh. When you are in the right place, right there you will meet the right person. I met so many through my mentor, my spiritual father. I met so many. Con I, 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 was, I am amazed at the connections that God connected me with. 
Those are divine connections. Because remember that divine connections are so important because they will connect you to your destiny. And if I sit here and I can start naming the people that God connected me and how every one of them had such an important part in my life, It amazes me, and sometimes I wonder, wow. I mean, I just close my eyes and I start thinking about all these connections, mighty women and men of God that impacted my life for 10 years. I am a product of the anointing that they were, I learned from them. I learned what to do and not what to do. Many times, many years ago, I used to ask the Lord, why am I sitting in this church? And I'm seeing so many things that shouldn't be. This is at the beginning when I started many, 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 uh, uh, yeah, 1980-something, 89. And I asked God, and you know what God told me? And at, the, at that time, I didn't know God spoke. God says, I'm showing, I'm allowing you to see all of this so you will not do it. Honor your divine connection. We will meet thousands and thousands of people during our lifetime. But you need to know who is that connection that God, God put in your life. Who is that connection that God requires you to honor? Your future is in the in, in the hands, in your hands. The way that you honor your leader, God will honor you. While you're in the wilderness, if you don't learn, you're going to have to repeat the lesson. You're going to have to. One thing that you need to know that your mentor, your spiritual father or spiritual mother, they have faults and they have flaws. But God knew that they had both. And he sent to that place is because you have to learn something from their own experiences. Sometimes if your mentor is rude to you and you feel the mentor is rude to you, it's just because you are prideful and you feel more spiritual than they are. 
and what you are doing, you are destroying your destiny because God is looking. In Ephesians 2, 3 says, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. What I am going to say, it might be hard for some people that don't understand clearly what it is to have a spiritual father or a spiritual mother. But this uh, Bible verse not only is talking about the mother that birthed you, but it's talking also about your spiritual father or your spiritual mother. It says, honor your father and your mother. understand that honoring when you honor your father or your mother your spiritual father of course it also has to do with your birth parents but when you choose to obey god and honor every time that you are honoring your mother your father, your mentor, those that God has put around you to, that are watching for your soul. Because sometimes we think that it's just about destiny, but no, they are watching. God has entrusted them to watch for your soul. So honor is a key to promotion. And promotion does not come from your father or your mother. Promotion comes from God. Our destiny, we said, that is the sum of promotions. God will promote you. I remember my first um, prophetic word. Uh, God called me a teacher. Before that, God called me a, um, let's see. Mm, I forgot the word. Uh, I forgot the word. But after that time, then he said, I'm a teacher. And that I will be teaching his people. And then he sent me to the mission field until 2019 was the last time. And then many years ago, he called me to be a prophet. After that, he said there is an anointing in my life as a as an apostle. So I have gone through promotions. In these 30 years, there has been one promotion after another. So it's going to be the same for you, but we need to be careful because if we waste our potential, Or if we choose to destroy our destiny, we will never be promoted.
when you are faithful and you understand what it is to honor your mentor, your spiritual mother, your spiritual father. That's an expression of faithfulness because faithfulness in is an expression of honor. Whenever you're faithful, God is watching. And you need to know that it, you will get your reward. You will get your reward. Faithfulness is one way of you fulfilling your destiny. Flaky people don't fulfill destiny. The Bible says that many are called and few are commissioned. Many have been given great callings, but not many are faithful enough to be commissioned by God to enter into their callings. We used to have a, uh, seminars, and it, it, it's it's a uh, it's like a uh, a Catholic uh, venue that you can rent to have Christians retreat. And I remember one time walking around the land, the, the, the site, and seeing a cemetery. And the Lord spoke to me. And he said, you see there are dreams and destinies of people. Think about it. When you know that you look at the cemetery and you see so many tombs and you wonder how many of them fulfill their destiny. their dreams, their desires, their wants. Some of them, they never try. Some of them, they quit. Some of them, and the majority of them probably, they didn't want to go through the wilderness experience.
Can you imagine getting into heaven and the Lord opened the book of life, the book of destiny? And there are two to three pages written of things written that you're supposed to accomplish. And none of them were fulfilled by you. And you're standing before the king of kings. You're standing before the one that died to give you and me life. Just think about it. And I know in my heart, and I hope that I'm wrong, but the majority of the people will never fulfill their destiny because they're not, this is what God told me, they're not willing to fight for it. They are not willing to fight for it. I got a, a call yesterday from a pastor to tell me that there are two ladies that wants to take the church away from him. My mind cannot conceive why a man of God is telling me that these two women are coming to take away that they have stolen the church, the chairs and do this and do that. And I, I just, I just, I just really, I lost it because when I spoke to him, I said to him, that tells me, okay, how much you know about your destiny, how much you know about your calling. Because if you knew that God has put you as a steward over that ministry, over that people, you will fight to death. But no one is going to take that away. Because first of all, it is not his. It is God's. So what are you saying to God, the one that you say that called you? Because you see, I question situations like this. What God has entrusted me with, I'm willing to fight to death because I'm not fighting for me. I don't need no ministry because ministry is who I am. It means that I'm, doesn't matter if it's one person or two people, I'm always going to be sharing with you what the Lord has given me. So to me, that indicates two things. Did God really call this person? And number two, if God called him, how come he does not understand 
that he's fighting for God and that no matter what, he's going to fight. And that's where many of us are today. I don't know why God allowed me to see that because I just, I, I just cannot understand that I have to tell someone, listen, so you're going to let these women take the land, even though it's your land and you have papers? And you're doing nothing? The only thing that I can say is, Lord have mercy. Because when I made, when God chose me, because I didn't make this decision, when God chose me to be in the position of sharing with other people what he has given me, I understood that this is life or death. So if you has been called by God, which that's to do this, and you're not willing to fight, unto death, There are many people that are in that situation. Many people. And the only thing that I can pray is for God to have mercy on us. Many are called, but very few are commissioned. And we said that the reason that you've been called, everyone has been called. Because before we came, there is an assignment that is written in the book of destiny. And by the way, I just want you to know that there are so many books in heaven. Okay? That don't be surprised that we're talking about the book of destiny. There is the book of life. There are many books. We're talking about destiny book now. So the reason that many has never were never commissioned is because they were never faithful enough. You were called before you were born. But if you're not faithfulness, if you see the place where God has planted you as just a place and not the place where God is going to equip you for your destiny, you will never fulfill your destiny. Those who are God commissioned and God appointed will always have a lot more fruits 
than those who are self-commissioned and self-appointed. There are so many people, especially me that I have traveled, so many people that are self-appointed and self-commissioned. They don't have anything else to do, especially in the third world country. So they just open a church. God wants you to know that you have been called to greatness. Do you know you are called to greatness? Are you anointed? Do you faithfully serve where God has assigned you? Always remember that many are called, but few are faithful and humble enough to be commissioned. There is no way out around faithfulness and servanthood. Your destiny is great, but greatness is only achieved through servanthood. Matthew 23, 11 says, the greatest among you shall be your servant. To walk into your destiny, you need to be appointed or promoted by God. Promotion comes only from God. So you don't have to try to be nice to people. You just need to be obedient. The Bible says in Psalm 75, 6 and 7, for promotion comes neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and sitteth up another Psalm 75. God has already determined that it's a person of servanthood and faithfulness that he will promote. God has already determined these are the qualifications for someone that wants to be promoted. A person of servanthood and faithfulness. He will never promote anyone else because that's going against who he is. God-given dreams will remain frustrating fantasies and you will continually be lost and unfulfilled unless you learn how to be faithful and to serve where God, God has currently assigned you. Just don't strive to be a faithful servant because you want to be promoted into greatness. Rather, let it be because you have a sincere love for God. 
and you are growing in intimacy with Jesus, the greatest servant ever to walk this earth, it was Jesus. It is because you are being cultured by the kingdom of God and you are peeling off the worldly mindset which seek to be centered to. Remember that faithfulness and servanthood are not just other acts, but inner attitudes of the heart, requiring the right motive of pure heart. Please don't pick your church. The Lord must order the church we are planted in. God knows which team of family you will thrive the most in. Don't go to a church just to go because there will be consequences. If you don't believe that you need to be planted in a fellowship, it doesn't, when we say church, okay, we're not talking about a building because God can plant you under someone. So don't think that because God is talking about a church, because it could be a group of people that meet together in, in one accord for one purpose. Sometimes, let me tell you this, that this is real. Sometimes God will send you don't, where you don't want to be. You want to be in a church? Well, maybe you, 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 die to, you need to die to church. One of the things that I, when I was putting all of this together, came to my mind, and it is here. It says, God knows which team or family you will thrive the most in. If you don't believe that you need to be planted in a church or fellowship, you are as lost as an amputated finger. How can an, an amputated part of the body fulfill your destiny? It's impossible. God has a church for you, a fellowship. It is not what you want. I believe, and I believe it in my heart. I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. It took me two and a half hours to go to my church each way. And then an hour to try to find a parking. And I did that for 10 years. Do I want it to be there? But I knew, I knew that even though that's when I understood or not understood because that was the beginning, that there was a destiny. I wanted to make my God happy. And I needed to fulfill that assignment. Don't pick your church. God has a mentor for you. Father, thank you for what you have taught us tonight. Lord, it means so much to me because I needed to remember where you have taken me through. I needed to remember, Father God, 
that is only through obedience, being in places that you don't want to go, but just obeying you and in the midst of the pain, giving you thanks. Father, I just thank you. Thank you for choosing my spiritual fathers. You have always chosen the places. And like I said, it hasn't been pleasant, Lord, because of the driving. But Lord, I thank you. And I will always be grateful because I am who I am today because of the fathers and mothers that you have chosen for me. I am fulfilling you. I know and I can say from my heart that I'm doing exactly what you want me to do. And I just thank you, Lord, because I'm not looking to be known. I don't need to be known only by you, but I need to fulfill that assignment because I want to make you happy. The only way that I can say to you that I love you is by obedience. Obedience is the only way. And Father, I pray for everyone that is listening. For those that will listen at a later day, Father God. This is a powerful teaching that you choose for us tonight. And I thank you. I thank you, Lord, because he has really touched the deep parts of my heart tonight. You always write. We adore you. We love you. In the name that is above all name, the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. For your glory's sake, Father God. For your glory's sake. For your glory's sake. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much. God bless. Love you.